You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Broncos Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Story, the Denver Gazette, my good friend Nick Ferguson. Nick, how you doing on this Thursday? I'm doing spectacular, man. How about you? I'm doing well. Um, you know, I, I am uh, uh, ready for the weekend, um, and I'm ready for the game on Sunday. And like I said before we hopped on here, Nick, I'm kind of ready for this season to be over. It feels like this has been a really long year, obviously. The Broncos struggling, um, all the storylines off the field this year, Nick. People forget, too. Uh, <clears throat> I was thinking about it, Nick, because I was looking back at the year 2022. Uh, we cov- we covered a coaching search last January. Uh, Russell Wilson's traded to the Broncos in March. You had free agency, which they were obviously busy. You had the draft. OTAs, all that stuff. I covered the Stanley Cup finals uh, and the Stanley Cup playoffs. So all of, uh, you know, June and July, really. Uh, and then training camp and then this entire season. And I'm like, man, this year has been a lot of stuff. So uh, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I think I'm ready for uh, this season to be over and to take some downtime. Now, I know there's not going to be any downtime. Of course. Uh, not. Until they until they hire a new head coach, then maybe some downtime after that but that's kind of where my head's at well to be totally honest uh there's not going to be any downtime no i mean you're just talking about all the things that happened last year and you know russell being traded here and also russell's contract extension was george payton receives a, a lot of criticism for but it wasn't just his decision it was the decision of ownership to make that particular move but yeah the biggest thing that we are waiting for after sunday's game is who's going to be the next head coach for the Denver Broncos? We have no idea. A lot of rumors have been floated out there about Jim Harbaugh, but we really don't know. Is Harbaugh just kind of playing this game to try to get uh, money to be uh, elevated from Michigan? Or maybe even the Colts? We, We really don't know. And then after that, now you jump into free agency. Which guys are coming back? Which guys will not be back? Which guys do you not want back, Broncos country? And then you move on to uh, Indianapolis and, and go hold through the whole draft process and evaluating players. So it is like uh, the game that never rests for, for us, George. So after Sunday's game, hey, listen, I say rest for two days and then we're all back at it, man. Yeah, that's that's the thing about the NFL, man. There is no real offseason. Uh, people joke about that. It's very true. There is there, especially for I mean, I think obviously players. Uh, they get some time off there, but uh, in terms of reporting on the NFL, uh, very little time off in the off season because there's always something going on. So 
Um, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about too. I know next week, Nick, I think we'll start hearing maybe a little bit more about who they're interviewing for the job. I know there's been some stuff out there about who candidates might be, who they might be calling. I think next week uh, the interviews might start happening, which I believe will be put out there uh, by several different people. So we'll see. We'll get into that stuff next week. But for now, Nick, Jerry Rosberg is still the head coach of this Denver Broncos team, or at least interim head coach. It's his last week on the job. Uh, Nick, what have you made uh, of the job that he's done? Uh, and what did you make of some of the comments he made yesterday about, uh, obviously, they lost. So changes still need to be made, uh, even if it is the final week of the season. Well, even though it's kind of a, a short position, uh, two weeks on the job, and, and it's almost like, you know, there used to be this show called, you know, I guess the, the secret boss or something like that. But it seemed like that's who Jerry Rosberg is. For two weeks, he gets a chance to live out his fantasy as being a head coach, and he's trying to maximize it. When you're in that locker room, you're talking to some of the guys, you know, you, you can see it right away how uh, things have changed. Now, the players are still in, in the locker room. They still have a job to do. But just the mission within itself has changed. And trying to uh, emerge victorious in this last game is so important for Jerry Rosberg because he already said it himself. Hey, listen, I'm not going to be here on Monday. Like on Monday, you know, he's going to be fired in some capacity like some of the other coaches, but he wants to make sure that the guys go out there and they give a good showing as competitive, similar to what we saw in Kansas city. And they want to end the season on the right way. He wants that for the players. He wants that for the ownership. He wants that for the fan base. More importantly, he wants that for himself. So a lot of things that he said this week as far as making changes, those things are going to continue. Justin Allen still is going to be calling plays. Clint Kubiak is going to be on the sideline. But he wants difference, you know, some different things taking place on the offensive side of the ball. But also he wants things to be changed on the defensive side of the ball too as well and not giving up, you know, so many explosive plays. That's where he feels as though things were kind of uh, broke down from a defensive standpoint. So, it's going to be interesting to see how this team kind of bounce back in his final game at home. Yeah, here's we also have some audio here, Nick, and here, here's the audio from Rosberg talking about making those changes and, and why it is important to, to still make changes, even if there's only one game left. We need to do a better job than we did a week ago of fitting the pieces together. I mean, we the run game is fine, but if you don't have – you don't have action off of that that opens up and gets the ball to your playmakers downfield, and you don't have moving the pocket, those kind of things that come off the run game. We need, we need to get the ball in our playmakers' hands. I mean, I, I, I think I mentioned this earlier. I love the way Cortland Sutton plays his game, and we have Jerry Judy's had a really good couple of weeks. We need, to, we need to find a way to, to not play this game in a box, I guess I would say. Not play this game in a box. I, I love uh, that phrase, Nick, and it feels like the Broncos have played in a box most of this season. So uh, maybe they can figure it out in week 18. But, Nick, you mentioned something. Justin Alton's still going to be calling the plays this week. I feel like that's the right move. It felt like they moved the ball well last week. Uh, again, I, I don't. He, he mentioned you know making changes, but I don't think that's one you want to make. You don't want to flip-flop back and forth the last two weeks. I think keeping Justin Alton as the play caller, Clint Kubiak on the sideline was the right decision. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I would agree because as players and as people, 
we are, we are creatures of, of habit and players want to be coached hard and they want consistency. When, you, when you're constantly changing things, it makes, it creates chaos and, and it's hard for players to somewhat get into a groove. And this, this applies to the changing of head coaches, uh, defensive and offensive philosophies, not having an offense that uh, fits your quarterback because in what you heard from Jerry Rosberg there, he was talking about moving a quarter, moving the pocket, getting the quarterback on the move, getting Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton both involved. And these are things that we did not see all season long. So, so it makes you think, right? Well, Rosberg has been with the team since week three. And the things that he's talking about are the things that we've all identified as far as problems with this offense. But he is saying it as a special teams guy and a guy who's only an interim guy. So he knows it. We know it. Why was it not being used effectively at the beginning of the season? And it's unfortunate because a lot of these coaches will lose their jobs on Monday. And usually, you know, we'll probably we'll do a wrap up on that. But usually it's the players at the end of the season grabbing those garbage bags, carrying those things away, moving to the offseason. But there's gonna, they're going to be coaches who are doing the same thing as they walk out of that building or walking out that building for the last time. So this is a very important game for Justin Allen as he moves forward in his coaching career because he can say, hey, regardless of what happened in the early part of the season, I started to have this offense moving with some kind of rhythm, and I really show that I can do marbles with the talent that we have on this roster. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, it does feel like some case, Nick, like you mentioned, a little uh, too little too late, right, for this group. And and like you said, we, we pointed out some of these um, deficiencies early in the year, and they were never corrected, it felt like. Or, you know, there's at times where like, oh, well, maybe they, they finally figured it out, and they haven't. Uh, I do think Justin Alton did a lot of things last week that showed that he can be a good play caller in this league. I, I thought he – adjusted well they had some they had a good game plan it felt like going into the Chiefs they did some different things that we haven't seen from them especially in the quarterback run game that's something that whoever comes in as the next offensive coordinator probably needs to implement with Russell uh but I, I thought Justin did a good job I, I don't know do, do you how would you evaluate the job that he's done uh maybe this season but also just last week because that's the first time we really got to see him ever call plays well I mean it's hard because we were set, we were told that Coach Alden was uh, the offensive coordinator. So you would assume that, hey, listen, up until this point, he's been in that room uh, getting their run game together, the passing game together, confirmed with Nathaniel Hackett. And what we saw was a byproduct of those two guys calling plays for the Broncos, and it wasn't really working. So I'm not sure, you know, what we saw at the beginning, how much of that was just an out. How much of that in the thing you hack it? Now, based on what we saw during the Kansas City game, it, it, it was so different. We, we could see the different wrinkles, but just like Jerry Rosberg pointed out, 
there, there were moments where this offense kind of was a little stagnant. And the ability to get some of those uh, players like Jerry Judy and Colton Sutton involved with the game plan, we didn't really see it as much as we would like. And if you have players that have that ability, and Colton is a big body guy, so he can make those catches over the middle. We know what Jerry can do as far as route running, trying to find ways to get those guys involved with the offense. And there's other guys on the Broncos roster that they are not being involved as well. So to me, it's like, why, why sit on your hands? This is the last game of the season. You have nothing more to play for. This is the game where you pull everything out of your head if you're just just an Allen and you try to actually implement it to show what your capabilities are. And even though it's just a small sample size, because once again, we don't know who was really calling the plays at the beginning. It's like uh, the mystery of where is Waldo? And it's like, who's the offensive coordinator? So I'm hoping that we're going to see some more explosive plays. And a lot of the guys who were not involved in that Kansas City game are involved on Sunday. Yeah, and I do think that they'll kind of throw the playbook uh, at at the Chargers on on Sunday. I think that you're going to see some things, some different things that maybe we haven't seen all year. Uh, I'm not saying they're just going to run a ton of trick plays, but you might as well empty the playbook uh, on Sunday uh, and run some different things that maybe you haven't run. Uh, because, like you said, there's a good majority of the coaches coaching in the game on Sunday probably will not be back uh, starting Monday. So uh, it's definitely going to be interesting. Nick, I wanted to ask you before we, we get out of here for a quick break, uh, Ajiro Evero, h- how has he done this season? And he's a guy that I feel like we've all said uh, is definitely going to land on his feet. I don't know where that's going to end up being. I-, I know that he's a candidate for the Broncos job. I, I don't know uh, if if he would I- – I really don't know if he's a real candidate. Uh, I think he'll get interviewed. I, I don't. I, I don't see them hiring him. Uh, how, how do you think uh, he's done this season? And, and again, I'm, I'm guessing he's a guy that you would like to keep at Denver on this coaching staff. I thought uh, Coach Evero has done a fantastic job this year as a first year defensive coordinator because doing anything for the first time can be really difficult and, and challenging. And to know that he is a young coach and he came in, he managed the room well. He was able to handle uh, different uh, attitudes and and characters in that defensive room. And he was able to get the best out of Alex Singleton and Josie Jewell. Because for me, when I watched Josie Jewell in his defense playing for Big Fanjo, I I just didn't see the guy that I'm seeing right right now. And I've had to pretty much uh, eat my words as it comes to Josie Jewell. And this defense fits him perfectly. And, And a lot of guys in that locker room, you know, they understand this business, but they don't want things to change on the defensive side of the ball because Coach Everrow has put each and every member of that defense in positions where they can succeed. And this is the best that we're seeing out of a lot of these guys. We don't know who's going to come in as the Broncos defensive coordinator next year. That may change that. And then now they may take that or make that defense have a setback instead of moving uh, in, in the right direction. And yes, you know, Azure Everrow, he will be interviewed by the Denver Broncos. But here's the only problem with that, with that, George. You know, there was talks about Jim Harbaugh, and he's been kind of identified as the guy that the ownership wants to go after. But we know it is not that simple in the NFL because when there's a new job opening, there's this thing called the Rooney Rule. So will Everrow be interviewed just to kind of supply the Rooney Rule, or will he be interviewed as a candidate that is being taken serious for the head coaching job? That's the only problem that I have with the situation. But other than that, man, he's done a great job. And 
whoever comes in here, if it's not, if the job is not given to Deshaun Everett, which I don't anticipate, that they decide to keep him around because his familiarity with the players. Yeah, I, I think your point about the Rooney rule is really interesting, Nick, because I, I do wonder if it's a situation where uh, they just interview Evero to fulfill that rule uh, and then hire somebody else. Now, I, I do think that if you can land Jim Harbaugh, you land Jim Harbaugh. Like, I, I, I think that that would be a great hire. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Evero, uh, especially, again, if they hire someone else as the head coach, does that head coach try to keep uh, Ajiro Evero, I mean, I would. The guy's done an unbelievable job this year. But also, does Ajiro Evero want to stay here? I don't know if he wants to go somewhere else because they fired his best buddy. Uh, if somebody else comes along and says, hey, we'll we'll give you the same job or uh, an assistant to the head coach title, uh, then obviously they could steal him. Uh, but he is under contract, Nick. So uh, I, I do wonder if he'll be back next season no matter what. And, and, and that's for all the coaches. I wonder about all the assistant coaches uh, that, that could be back. I, I would think most of the offensive coaches will be gone. Um, you know, Clint Kubiak, I'm sure will be gone. Uh, Zach Azani was the one assistant coach from the last staff that, that stuck around for this staff, uh, the wide receivers coach. So I don't know. It's going to be really interesting, Nick, to see where all those guys land. I, I, a lot of them are, are very well respected in the league and I'm sure will land on their feet. But Nick, we got to take a quick break uh, and then we'll dive into uh, Jerry Rosberg's specialty, special teams, Nick. I know that uh, that's also your specialty. Uh, <laughs> you're Mr. Special Teams. So we'll dive into a little bit of that, uh, and then we'll eventually get down into the game breakdown against the Chargers. 